Are we though live or is this a simulation? Subscribe to Bitcoin. All right. Are we live? <laughs> Sometimes. Welcome, everybody. Welcome in. You made it to another episode of the Meme Factory podcast. This is test stream number 51. This evening, we've been lucky enough to acquire ourselves a high-end guest. This evening, we are graced by none other than L.C. Hoddle. L.C., say hello. No. L.C., tell everybody who the F you are and why it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm nobody. Uh, I went on Twitter one time and a couple of these people decided to be my friends. Hello. Hi. It's been a mistake for all of us ever since. Except for Becca. She doesn't want to be my friend. No. So, Elsie, uh, I know you haven't watched the show before. Uh, I know you hate anything to do with Meme Factory in general, but I have to let you know that the way we generate revenue is by making our guests do the ad reads for us. This is something that is stipulated by our ad revenue generating companies, so I don't have any control over it. Um, you've got the ad in your Telegram, so if you could pull that up and take a minute to just go through it so we can all get paid here. Nobody told me I had to read. Um, uh, that's a lie. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> me, 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 me. All right. <clears throat> I'm in key. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is LC. And this is... Oh, no, wait a minute. And... <laughs> told you it was going to be a disaster. And this episode of the Meme Factory podcast is brought to you by LC's Super Soft Potty Party Emporium. Not potty, contrary to my memes. Uh, when you come to the Super Soft Party Emporium, I want you to feel safe and happy, because this is where I feel safe and happy, surrounded by my most favoritist party, big word, from party poppers to party horns to these really cute party hats that are pointy at the top. Gosh, I really love those. You're going to love this, of course. I rent my memories out to party planners. <laughs> Uh, some of my most sought after memories, and I call them memories because it's about what's inside your heart, not your wallet. But the high demand memories by Elsie are the lace and crocheting sessions I teach to my mother's to be in Elsie's dressing up box. Ooh. All crocheting sessions are taught in the same manner my mother taught me with a can of bush in hand and a cigarette dangling from her mouth, preferably Virginia Slim. This way, the lace absorbs the odors of the memory for maximum staying power. Nice. Elsie's dress-up box is self-explanatory. I bring a large cardboard box with all my costumes for partygoers to try on. The costumes range from obscene mascots to animals to dragons. Uh, Part-time furry. Uh, As long as (laughs) they're big and furry, you'll find them in there. Uh, So come on down to LC's Super Soft Party Emporium today and get yourself a complimentary free mud pie and cream pie. When you come, when you come, check us out. And remember, if anyone can make it soft, I can. Well done, sir. Well done. I can't wait to use your services for the next birthday party I throw. That crocheting session indeed sounded tits. I'll give you a service. Uh, you've been giving me services for a while. We all know how that turns out. It's not well. It's not good at all. It's not worth the money is really my problem with it. Easy. Becca's camera's on. 
Well, the first thing we need to talk about tonight, and this is uh, one of the most important things in the is Becca, what the fuck is on your eyebrows? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so my eyebrows are here. <laughs> now, why, are they so, why are they so mad? Why did you put them on with shoe polish? <laughs> it's not shoe polish, it's just for men. <laughs> <laughs> Um, into Richard. So I'm going to be off for the next three weeks. And then when I come back, I'm going to be looking like rope. So everyone stay tuned. That's not a good thing. Looking like rope. That's not something anybody should aspire to. Then again, nobody should aspire to having caterpillars on their face, but here we are. Uh, (laughs) Good. Good. If If you, if you do it like from the bottom, like in your circle, it's like Fields glasses. What? I don't know. I don't know what he said. What? <gasps> there it is. You have a set of Field glasses? Yeah. Way better. Nice. Okay. Hey, it covers the eyebrows. <laughs> All right. So, Elsie, this is this is your first bear market from top to bottom of the uh, the trough here, isn't it? All I heard was bottom. I know that's usually what you hear. This, is this your first Bitcoin bear market that you're uh, you're encountering here today? Uh, yes, but to be fair, my entire life has been a bear market, so uh, I feel pretty at home. Could you lean into that a bit for me and tell me what you mean by your whole life has been a bear market? Uh, I mean, it, it, I, I'm poor and I live in a trailer. So, how much how much more information do you really need? Well, I mean, a lot of people. What kind need, of trailer is yeah, it? Yeah, what kind of trailer are we talking about? Double uh, it's actually a 1974 Newport Catalina. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Nice. That is nice. That is nice. Why I wish it had the original shag carpet. I do don't make the last they use. Original uh, sunflower wallpaper in my kitchen, which is uh, quite nice. The, um, the hey, Elsie, Elsie really shut nice. up. Rusty's got a question. Rusty, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to. We're kind of getting into this podcast, but um, uh, I just had a question before we go too much further. LC, LC, who are you? I don't know. I was hoping you guys were going to tell me tonight, but who he is? Well, I just want—I want to know what's your what's your origin story? What's your origin story? What's uh, what's your, what do you what do you do on Bitcoin Twitter? Uh, like, what do you do in Bitland? Like, give us, give us something. Give us something. Oof. Um, yeah. Uh, my origin story. Uh, I'm assuming... Oh, no, no. I was going to say I came from my mom's vagina, but they actually cut me out of her. Uh, so, uh, scar about midway up the abdomen is, is really where I originate from. Um... Yeah, in the fiat world, I pound hole for money. Back it uh, up. When you say you pound hole for money, people might think that's a joke. Yeah, it's, it's not, actually. I, uh, I pound hole until it gets wet, and then I get paid. So um, what machinery are you using to pound these holes? And why are you pounding these holes? Because... Uh, um, Contrary to popular belief, you can't survive on monster and bush light. Um, so hey, it's, it's good for you. It's good yeah. for you. What about Red Bull? It's got everything the body needs. 
Yeah, it's good for you. Surviving. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Basically, I drill walls for people's houses. So if you need water and you live somewhere where the city can't give you water, then I find it for you. And uh, Bitcoin Twitter, I don't know how I fucking ended up there. Um, I don't know how you ended up there either. You just showed up in my feed one day. Yeah, poor life decisions. Yeah. I I would assume. Um, yeah. No, I think I got into, uh, like, financial stock Twitter. Because I was, I was one of those, like, uh, the market just crashed, and I don't know anything about stocks, but everything's going up, and look at me, I'm a day trader. Oh, no. Um, with, like, $238 in my Robinhood account. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up on Twitter somehow, following people for stock tips, which I actually lost way more money doing that than I did just by randomly throwing darts at the wall. Shocking. And, and, uh, yeah, started buying Bitcoin and then, I don't know, somehow I ended up on Bitcoin Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was so you how and, do... uh, what? No, I, go ahead. I think it was Greg and, uh, Full Metal that reached out to me and were like, hey, that meme's funny. And I was like, wow, you're just as retarded as me because it's probably not funny. Um, some of them are funny. Some of them. Uh... You have about the same hit rate I do. Like one out of thirty-six is pretty darn funny. So how other... do I buy the other nineteen thousand seven hundred and forty-eight followers then? Oh, how do you? You gotta talk to uh, McCormick to to see or how to Mike buy. Him. Yeah. Or Mike. I need a referral. He's got me blocked. So hook it up. <laughs> you have to like go to Japan or something for a few days, and then you're big there. And you Boom. Big. I wonder if they like scat porn in Japan. Oh. Pro- I would think so, yeah. Yeah, they have vending machines with panties in them, so I'm assuming that scat porn would probably be a hit. So, Elsie, one of the things I find intriguing about you is that you play a dummy pretty well. Um, you're not a dummy, and it takes a lot of work. I take offense to that. Yeah, all right. It takes a lot of work to figure out that you're not a dummy. Um, <laughs> but one of the things uh, I found interesting since you and I have been chatting is you've picked up some programming skills and I want to dive into a little bit about how that came about and in what way Bitcoin was involved there. Well, I'll first say that uh, programming skills is probably a gross overstatement. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, every skill that I've picked up uh, relating to Bitcoin uh, in some way or another has come from memeing. Like, I started memeing and shitposting and got involved in these groups. And I think I think a lot of people don't realize that, like, some of the, not including me, some of the smartest people on uh, Bitcoin Twitter are, like, avid shitposters. Um, you know, and I ended up in a group chat with, like, their GG and you know a handful of people who were like fucking big brains <laughs> and uh yeah i i mean i wanted to get into i got into a lot of shit through the podcast like privacy stuff and i don't know everything really running a node and cold storage and all that stuff really came through like talking to people that i found interesting 
they happen to be, you know, a quote unquote expert in such a field. Um, you know, I really kind of like use the podcast to get in and have a conversation with somebody and like build a relationship with them. And then after the podcast, I could like nag them to like teach me how to do things. Has that been and, effective? Uh, it has actually, it's been, it's been relatively effective. Uh, to be honest with you, it probably gave me um, the understanding of Bitcoin that I needed to not care about price. The podcast itself? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Through like meeting people and talking to people and like, I mean, when you have people on a podcast who know, who have a particular thing they know about, you kind of have to like read up on it at least a little bit in order to have like a sufferable conversation with them. Um, I'm not big on like having, I'm not big on podcasts where people interview people like it's 60 minutes. Like that shit's annoying. Uh, so when I have people on, I like to have a conversation that's like two way and not just me. Like, tell me about yourself, Rusty. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, it kind of came about like that. And, um, I, Shinoa really, the only reason I really learned to do any coding was because Shinoa took the time to like teach me. So most people don't know what, what a Shinoa is. Uh, I don't, I don't know what a Shinoa is to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Shinoa, I, I don't know what his fucking handle is on Twitter. I think it's Shinoa for I'm probably pronouncing all Boy, of that wrong. Fluies. Uh, like 2017, I think is his handle. Um, anyway, he like, he's an avid shit poster and a complete and total fucking degenerate like myself. Um, I tend to be attracted to the people that don't have like limits on what they're willing to make a meme out of. <laughs> and, uh, me and him went back and forth for a while of him trying to like top me for outrageous memes. Um, me and fucking Patrick were really big into scat memes for a while. <laughs> and Shinoa was really big into uh, tranny memes for a while. Um, I wanna, yeah, and he just... what? I want to talk what? about that real quick. What's uh, What was the point of the scat Don't memes? ask me the origin of fucking scat That's memes. That's not what I'm asking you, what the origin is. I'm asking you what the point of them. Because they continued for a, quite a while. And I have my own theories about it. I think, I think it was... A, uh, a way for you guys to say, you know, f fuck it. The message is so good. I can, I can use this, this picture of a woman with a penis doing something terrible <laughs> <laughs> to tell people by theory, a lot of this other woman's asshole. Right. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it was, it was shocking stuff, but it also drove home the point that that's, that's how I took a lot of those memes. It, did you have something different in mind or was it something similar to that? So I think all those memes really came about uh, in the meme tard group chat because the meme tards are kind of like known for catching bands. Um, I think all of us are on at least our fifth account. Oh God. And uh, it's kind of just like, it's like 20 labra hodls, you know? And, um, like we got, we started laughing one day about how 
we always get banned for the stupidest shit and like three clicks on Twitter, you end up in the most degenerate fucking porn areas you can possibly find. So it was kind of like a shot at the censors and like a shot at, you know, being banned for stupid things. It was like, well, if you're going to ban us, then we're going to post the worst shit imaginable because fuck you. You can make that ban worthwhile. Yeah. And it was, it was, I'd say it was 50% that and 50%. Um, most of us kind of subscribe to the idea of we don't block people. Um, so it, it was like a thing in the meantime chat for a while. It was like, we don't block people. We get blocks. Uh, and the fastest way to get blocked by a shit coiner or uh, a terrible influencer is to just make a meme of them, you know, eating shit or <laughs> being thrown up on. You know, there's 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 many, many so, good memes out there that have caught blocks. So you all were having a competition internally to see who could get the most blocks. Um, I mean, I don't know if any of us were keeping count, but, you know, it's kind of like. A, it's like a trophy flaunt, you know? You're like, oh, yeah. got a block. Oh, got a block. Like, I have a meme somewhere that just has everybody's headshot that I've been blocked by. <laughs> it's like a trophy wall from a cabin with, like, all the lives, all the uh, wild animal heads on the wall, and I just replaced it with all the influences that I've been blocked by. And then how do you... How do you use Twitter? What does Twitter do for you? Are you using that platform to learn or are you using that platform to just puke on somebody's day? I've actually taken a small break from Twitter because I feel like I lost the plot uh, of why I was there. Um, Twitter used to be a lot of fun. And at some point it stopped being fun uh, and I wasn't I didn't like recognize that it had stopped being fun until it was like one day I just kind of looked at my feed and I was like, every fucking response is serious. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? So, you know, that and I had some personal shit going on in life and I was like, perfect time to take a step back and like get my shit back together and come back to Twitter and just be a shit poster. Like the, I had so much fun shit posting, like, you know, late spring last year and then all the way to the end of last year, like it was a fucking blast. And then all of a sudden it became like serious and I guess it's bear market things. Right. But like, I don't know. Everybody's trying to be more alpha than everybody else. And it's like, but he's like, Oh, tan your balls and fucking drink fucking deer blood. And you're not a man. Deer blood. Deer. Blood. Oh, deer blood. Deer blood. Yeah. Well, who doesn't it, drink a little deer blood? Right. But it just, I don't know, it became exhausting at some point. And, uh, you know, just, yeah, taking it to way too fucking seriously. Like, yeah. it was aggravating. You know what I mean? Like, spilling over into my normal life. I go home and be like, fucking believe with this. Look at this fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> Dan Held is following you home. Point, yeah, I forgot <laughs> at some point I didn't have to tell everybody that they were retarded. You know what I mean? You don't have to, but yeah. At some point, you know, when you feel like it's your job to go around and just tell everybody they're a fucking idiot, like maybe you should take a breather. <laughs> it's not your job. It's yeah, it's not that point. serious. Like Pedro, uh, Pedro Nicehead says it all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's. Oh, uh, LC, shut up, Rusty's got a question. 
it's more of a statement. I was a. Uh, I was just thinking, like, isn't that just everybody doing uh, number two in the stack fight field? Isn't that just you just not acknowledging the rules of the bear market? Well, I don't know that LC knows what the rules are. LC, are you familiar with the rules of the bear market? Yellow. Paging yellow. Never been um, a large fan of rules. You might like these. Uh, yellow. Could you give him a quick rundown? I don't think he, I don't um, think he knows the rules. Uh, so, uh, number one is stack, number two is fight, and number three is uh, build, and if you're not building, just tweet about it. Wow. Simple. So, I'm killing it. You're killing it. Now, you are actually building some. Rusty, put your hand down. Rusty. Hi, Pedro. Rusty, put your hand down. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, give me a sec. Pedro, hello. What's up, Elsie? How you doing? I'm wonderful, my friend. How are you? Good, good. I was hoping to shoot the shit tonight the whole time, but uh, the wife had a baby yesterday, so it's been a rough getting back to it. But here I am. Congratulations. My condolences. You have a very 900 operator voice. Congratulations. Thank you. Why do you know what a 900 operator voice sounds like? I thought you were poor. Because I'm old. Wired. No, that's because LC used to be the operator for 900 calls. And you <sighs> route your call. So so do you want uh, a scat type conversation? Well, then you go to this directory, right? He said training, and, you're saying. <laughs> the 900 calls were like what I aspired to get to. I was more like the, the party rooms. I don't know if anybody remembers party rooms, but you would like call in. And there was like 40 people talking over each other. And you were just hoping to get the one girl in the room because there was like 83 dudes. You were like 16 with your meat in your hand. You know what I mean? Elsie, <laughs> yeah, did you ever do that thing where like you called like a TV show and um, paid to, for a certain video to come up? No. No? All right. <laughs> I try to not pay for videos. You know what I mean? I used to be, I was like the dude like, perusing the internet going on the free tours of the porn websites you know what i mean and then they'd block you and you're like i gotta find another one you know yeah no i don't know what you mean pedro, yeah me either i totally made that up pedro i'm glad you're here man i know you had a linux question for lc and you're oh yeah you're phrase it i way was better than i ever I, I sort of believed that this show was going to go in a certain direction uh left unchecked and i wanted to try to push it in a different direction and get like everybody to just uh, stop caring about you, what you and I are talking about because <laughs> they're so bored about it. Uh, but that didn't work out because I couldn't show up on time. Um, but I was, I was, I'm really curious about um, your Linux journey. And uh, so like you went from. Jesus um, MTC. Is he, is he jumping in? No, you're, uh, just, you're, you're mimicking him. Yeah. What's, what's your origin no, no, story? No. Yeah. What's no, your no, Linux no, origin? What's your what rabbit hole? What's your Linux rabbit hole? Shit. Story. That's what I get for showing up late. Jesus. The disaster. Yeah, so so you're you're like really hell bent on using a certain type of Linux with uh and, and I wanted to know about that and why that's important to you. Oh man. How uh yeah. Um I don't know. Ask me a specific question, Peter. Don't. Do you love what, Linux? What version yeah. of Linux do you, do you think everybody should be using, LC? Do you love Linux? <laughs> I do, actually. My dog is named Linux, and I do love her when I'm not, you know, 
threatening to sell her. I thought you were going a different route with that. But... Hey. You save that for later, Greg, all right? I have that picture saved for you. Don't worry. Perfect. So why Linux? And why this particular version of Linux? Is that what you're saying, Pedro? I mean, really, Linux, because uh, I'm not quite good enough to run uh, Temple OS. So, you know, Linux is the next best stop. <laughs> um, yep, everybody but Pedro's lost. Excellent. So we've yep. achieved what you were looking for, Pedro. Um, yeah, that's great. This is a great start, actually. And besides that other stuff, you going straight to Temple OS, that's beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, Terry Davis is a fucking legend. Um, yeah, I mean, I run uh, a Gentoo flavor of Linux called Redcore. Um, I th it's the best operating system I've used. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's really lightweight. Um, not a lot going on. Really easy to work with. Um, in the process, like probably close to a year long process at this point of forking that OS uh, with Shinoa to come out with Orange Core, um, which is coming sometime soon, TM. Um, yeah, to just try to make like a, a Linux distribution for Bitcoiners out of the box that isn't just bogged down with garbage and the equivalent of running Windows um that has no system d in it for anybody who knows what that is so so not umbral then is what you're saying oh god umbral or you're trying to trigger me <laughs> <laughs> what are you're your trigger words me. lc can i whisper what? something to you ledger live oh god umbral. oh god xrp <laughs> i don't know what's worse the person that tells you that you don't have to worry about like having cold storage or the person who tells you like it's fine to just run umbral well i i i think that um the person who tells you not that you don't have to have cold storage is worse i mean personally i, I do think that there's nuance to it uh but i did want to trigger you so um tell me give me your thoughts on umbral and and why you think that um that maybe it's a bad idea for uh, so many people to be running it I no. <laughs> yes. No. That's like me going down the like the Ubuntu hole, like so, or fucking Pop OS. Like so I can't explain it with a meme, sir. I don't know how to do that. All right. You're asking for a technolo I'm I'm not even on a Linux machine right now. But you're a memer. That's true, but I don't know how to make it happen here. Talk. Use your words. Paint a picture. Ooh, a verbal meme. There you go. I, yeah, I mean, the, if you're going to run Umbral, it's like buying a box of condoms and putting it out in the field and like emptying a hundred BBs into the box, right? And then thinking that it's a good idea to like wear those Swiss cheese condoms uh, and go pick up hookers. And then what happens? Metaphorically. Uh, monkeypox. Monkeypox in the computer. Is this the one where we get canceled from YouTube? Probably. So, yes. Monkeypox. Um, <laughs> you got to say it like that. That's That way they don't catch you with the auto filters. But this is a test stream, so we should be fine anyway. 
you are working on a neat project, mining. Um, uh, are, are you comfortable talking about the details on that at all? Um, um, I don't know. Maybe everything's getting outsourced. Um, uh, everything is probably going to another state, uh, being Oklahoma, probably. Um, yeah, I got ass fucked by my power provider here, like heavy. So let's back, let's back this up. You you have a mining operation. Allegedly, you allegedly have a mining operation. Allegedly, that you were planning to have at your house. If you were planning to do something like that, how would you how would you set up the mining enclosures at your own home? Um, the, and I, I know that I know that I know square. Thank you. Uh, the the answer is actually seven yellow. If you could raise oh. your hand, that would be great. Oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> what I used was a shelter that they use for cell phone towers. That I got for free because I'm poor. <laughs> How does that work? How do you get something for free because you're poor? Outside of government. Um, you really play up the poor part and people feel bad for you and then they give you things. Okay. So you got the cell phone cell phone tower enclosure. And then what? You're poor. How are you going to get miners? Uh, some very generous plebs sent like a uh, hypothetically large amount of miners um, to my house. Okay, and then how did you con them into doing that? Uh, I, I I didn't. I just talked about it on the podcast that I was getting this building, and they, a couple of meme tards reached out and were like, hey, you want some miners? And I was like, hey, yeah. And then they sent miners. Okay. So you got these miners going. They're, they're maybe going out of state. Why... Why mining? Why why not just buying corn? Why not doing uh, a lightning node? Why? Uh, well, we're talking about Bitcoin, so um, we, we can talk about buying corn later. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There, there's like this allure when you hear about Bitcoin mining. Um, there's something about like plugging something into the wall and it just generates wealth. Um, so that was always like super interesting. I never did. I never got into it to like make money. Um, and then it just kind of turned into that. <laughs> Didn't get into mining to make money, but it turned into that. Yeah. What did you just see? Like once you were mining for a while, for, for me, it's been like, I have, I have a couple miners in my garage allegedly and you know, I plugged them in. They've been running for a few months, and it's it's like having a freaking printing press at your own house, which is a hell of a power trip for one. <laughs> Number two, it's just cool. It's just they're it's you're turning electricity into dollars. Yeah, it's wild. Um, it, it's kind of weird, right? Because it came full circle. So I didn't get into mining to make money and then mining started making me money which was cool and then i started to learn more about like the privacy aspects of bitcoin and it went back to like not being about money right like uh the main reason that i mine is because it's 
KYC free Bitcoin. Um, if done properly, it's KYC free Bitcoin. If if you just buy a miner and plug it into the wall and just jack it into your home network, it's it's not exactly. It's not exactly. Now, why is that? But important? I guess I don't know. It depends on how you define that. Why is KYC Bitcoin KYC free Bitcoin? Why is that important? Why is it important to you? The easiest way to explain that is uh, Bitcoin doesn't offer you the freedom you think it does unless it can't be tied to your identity that's given to you by the government. Wait, we hate the government now? Uh, yes. That is rich ah, oh, coming from okay. me. I'm writing it down. I'm glad you're taking notes. <laughs> Don't worry about the spelling. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. That's the easiest way for me to explain it is that once you realize what uh, KYC is and what it means, um, like KYC, the whole KYC process is so anti Bitcoin. By the way, anybody who doesn't know what KYC is, it's a bank law, know your customer, and anti money laundering. KYC AML is what he's talking about. Yeah. So when you understand what kyc is you realize that it's completely against the ethos of bitcoin and somewhere along the line in the history of bitcoin uh it just became like the norm uh the earliest reference i can find is 2012 um but it might go back further than that pedro might know better than i do but the idea of having an electronic peer-to-peer -peer cash system that goes around the government is lost when you involve the government in order to acquire that Bitcoin. Um, especially if you're like me and are of the mindset that inevitably at some point we become the enemy if we aren't already. Um, yeah, and just having your identity tied to that is like, I mean, I guess it's, you know, fucking Weed Eater Bob is like, Newer KYC that birth. I mean, I, I guess if you like, you know, have a brain of a fucking Cro-Magnon, then maybe. But at some point, like, you realize that if you put in a little bit of time and learn, it's not that hard to like some wealth aside that isn't necessarily tied to the fiat world. Um, I'm all for like anything that the government doesn't know about. Hello, YouTube. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to monetize this one. I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So sounds like you're, you're trying your best to run what I would describe as a self-sufficient lifestyle, right? You've got, a business drilling holes and getting pounding, pounding, pounding holes and getting water, making wells. You've got a side hustle with this, uh, with some miners. Um, what other things the podcast are in your, are in your arsenal? Well, I mean, I don't think the podcast is making him any money. Oh well, no. Okay. It's, it's giving him information. We did cover that. Listen, the podcast makes a dollar 37 for every episode that I put up from, very generous uh, plebs out there that like to stream me three sats at a time. 
I haven't really, donated a single set to it, by the way. Really, you shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I got that, and um, we do some stuff around the homestead. Like, you know, we sell meat, we sell vegetables, we sell fruit. So, I mean, I, I have a the, question. Why did you? Yeah. Why? So, uh, when you pound those holes, uh, do you ever, like, find uh, anything else other than water? Uh, dirt, rocks. Um, mostly dirt and rocks. Never happened that you find something like you didn't expect, like a skeleton or like an ancient Indian barrier or ground or something, you know? Um, not yet. That's weird. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, didn't, didn't like the like a genocide, the whole genocide happen over there? Uh, here? No, he was just describing what he did in the bathroom. No, with the, with the Native Americans, man. Where did they go? Oh. Uh, we actually sent them to these luxury resorts we call reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they did really well, honestly. Um, you know, yeah, the 10% that survived. Yeah, I, listen, those 10% are fucking killing it, though. Yeah, they are. Casinos are awesome. Casino money. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I so actually you, live next you haven't, to found, you haven't found killed. anything. Ever. I found I found nothing. Uh, coal, actually, I found coal. Oil? Never no, oil. No, no oil. No oil. No gold. No diamonds. God damn it! Sounds like a yeah, really me- good business. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fucking fantastic. Really, really. really have, have you ever like ruptured any like uh, sewer uh, uh, pipeline or something? Ooh. I mean, I'm getting slightly Stop. erect thinking about it, but no. <laughs> <laughs> and is that your origin story? <laughs> like every origin story of a comic hero, like starts with an accident. Like you, you rupture <laughs> that, you rupture that like sewer pipe, and like some some feces get on your skin, and like you became Scatman. Well, let's get technical because he does this at places where the city can't bring water in. So any place he's digging where there's gonna be shit, he's he's digging into a, a septic tank. Oh. So there's all kinds of fun stuff coming out of a septic tank. It's not just, you know, normal sewage. Yeah, mostly just like needles and condoms. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody has. At the good house. The good house. <laughs> all right. The ones that tip you in little wax bags are my favorite. You used a word that uh, that triggered me. You called your, uh, your house a homestead. Why did you call it the homestead? Um, I don't know. Is it just slang, or does it mean something specific to you? It's slang. Um, just because I'm brown, uh, I'm assuming you asked me the slang question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I won't take racial offense. I mean, judging by your picture, you're not brown at all. You could use a little more sun. Yeah, honestly, my mullet is pretty close to that one. Nice. Um... Listen, it takes time and dedication to have a mullet. Uh, and zero self-respect. Um, <laughs> I forgot what the fuck you asked me. What did you ask me? If you can't remember, I can't help uh, you. He asked you why you call, call it a homestead. Right. Oh. Um, 
really, I guess, in the same idea as trying to be self-sufficient. Uh, homesteading is like, uh, I mean, the extreme versions of homesteading is like no contact with the outside world. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> we're not quite there as I'm on fucking YouTube right now. God, I wish you would get so, there faster. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I got. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. So do you, uh, you said you sell meat. What, how are you making meat? And then butchering it. So you, you take um, this stuff that is food and you give it to uh, animals and then you cut their fucking heads off and sell them to other people. What kind of animals are you feeding food to make food? Uh, currently chickens and rabbits. Really? Rabbits. Who's, who's buying rabbits? Uh, rabbits are good money, man. Good money. Are people buying them for, for eating, or are they buying them for petting? No, for eating. Where do you live? What kind of country, back-ass place are you selling off the back what? of the pickup truck rabbits? Are you eating rabbits here? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah but you live in Greece. Uh, when, I, when I was a kid, my dad would sell rabbits for food, too. You know, they're not great because they don't really have any fat on them, so you can't really sustain yourself on just rabbit, but... The, it's tasty meat. They're delicious. I'm glad everybody pointed out that Greg's a fucking retard. So um, we all know that. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing new. And look at the guy. He's like a corn fed, fed like uh, American. Mm -hmm. Burgers. Yeah, arguably whiter than me. Arguably. Um, I'm whiter on the inside. Uh, so you just backed up. No Audio? idea what that means. You're an uh, <laughs> So yeah, rabbits go for like forty bucks a piece. Nice. That is nice. Yeah. And those guys, you know, they, they like to fuck, so they produce very quickly. You talking about the rabbits or the people that buy them? <laughs> Both. <laughs> uh, you actually, contrary to popular belief, you can't fuck rabbits. Uh, they die. Uh, that doesn't mean you can't do it. What kind of I'm rabbits are they? Are, are the are they the cute fat ones or, or the thin ones that bounce around people's yards? No, they're pretty fat. They're uh, New Zealand and uh, Flemish giant cross. Oh, multicultural. So they're pretty big, like six and a half, seven pounds. So, do people like ask like for only for their ears? Or good luck. The feet. The feet. I think it's a foot. Yeah, um, the feet. Uh, yeah. F first, the plan was to just raise them and sell just the feet and throw the rest away. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Like a normal person. Yeah, like a normal person. But uh, it turns out the feet are like $5, and you can get 40 for the whole thing. So, If you spray uh, paint the feet, they go for a little more. Oh, this is this, – wow. Like if you spray paint them oh, yeah. neon, neon green or paint, you use them as a keychain for luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And glitter for the for the girls. Yes, and the yellows. Mm -hmm. So we are getting to the point of the show where we need to ask the really hard hitting questions. Um, so I want to turn this over to RD, um, if we could. RD, you want to check your notes and see what uh, what questions you might have for Elsie? Hey man, so yeah, <laughs> I was a bit sleepy there. Hey, MC. Hello, RD. Hey, draw. 
or is it RD hello? <laughs> no. No, you. <laughs> Right, well, that was an exhilarating question. Anyway, wow, look, great you question, got it. All right, yeah, yeah, man, we gotta give we gotta give RD some some yeah. space here. He's dying. He's basically dying. He has like twelve. British he's people. got like twelve diseases right now. <laughs> the queen hasn't farted yet, so I cannot speak. <laughs> you got the monkeypox? You're lucky I made it tonight, man. British disease. He's just the main factory did exist. And we all know it doesn't. Which one of us would you like? Which one of us would you retweet? And which one of us would you mute? He's dying. He sounds like he's dying. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to blanket all three with Labrahoddle. <laughs> You're just going to like it, mute and retweet? In exactly them. the order that you asked. <laughs> Not even here. Uh, do you have a favorite meme currently, speaking of that, Ryan? That's tough. Uh, it's probably between Full Metal Hoddle, which I don't really know what his handle is anymore, uh, and Rope, which oh, I like to affectionately call Cope. Yeah. Correct. Rope has uh, Rope's making me laugh really hard, especially when his memes get stolen. That's the funniest thing in the world to me. Yeah, that's the only time they're good. Well, yeah, I mean they're getting stolen because they are good, but that no, 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 them... no, they're good when the other person posts. Them. Oh, I got you, I got you. Then Why? and only then are they funny. Okay, so they're just not allowed to be funny when they come out of the Rope account, or just he's not funny. Exactly. That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. Now, is there anything you were hoping to ask any of the Meme Factory members tonight? I mean, I thought this was RD's moment, and you're you're mm -hmm. really just you're hogging the mic here. So if you could just step back for a minute, me and RD were talking. RD, go ahead. My moment's over, mate. Well, that was fucking exhilarating. Anyway, <laughs> you were saying, Greg? No, no. Take it away, LC. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any questions you have for any of the Meme Factory members, at least the ones that are here tonight? Uh, to be honest, none of you are really that interesting, so no. Nice. Oh, that's a great question. Now, what are you doing with your time in the bear market to make yourself more sovereign? Are you building anything? Um, well, apparently... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you had feelings, they'd be hurt. Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't listening. Oh, he threw you. He threw you that bad. Are you building anything in this bear market? So you talked about uh, Orange, uh, not Ubuntu, but uh, Linux Orange, and you're outsourcing your, your mining. How are those projects going? What are you... What I haven't done a fucking thing on the Linux fork in, uh, ooh, I don't know, five months. Uh, so I'm building. Um, there's my building. And uh, I keep, I, I'm keeping it alive by saying, hey, I'm going to finish this at some point. And then I just never do it. Um, it's kind of like strike Europe, you know? So, uh, 
uh, the mining, yeah, I'm just outsourcing the mining because electricity rates are fucking retarded here. So, yeah. And, and you outsourcing it to Compass? Uh, to Compass? Um, uh, I believe they're full. Of it. If I wanted to give them away, I'd just send them to Greg, you know? Ooh. Yeah, send them. Send them the miners. I'm poor. Hey, I'm poor. I, send me the miners. That's how I it made works. the offer. You tell me when. I'll buy I'll buy the Con Xbox. We'll piss off everyone in your neighborhood. We'll set up a massive mining operation in your driveway. Your wife will fucking divorce you because she has nowhere to park. This is a terrible idea. But if we were to explore it in the name of science, how would you, what, is, what would you do? What would you send us? What is a con Xbox? Shipping container. Shipping container. Jesus Christ, you're such an office rat. Um, so, yeah, it's like a box that they put stuff in. 